The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. What do the Mavericks, Glenn Frey, and my apartment have in common? The heat is on. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. This is the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. I am your host, Don Denham. You can find me on Twitter at Don underscore Denham. With me today, as always, is my co-host, Brethren, or Brohost for short. He's the nicest dude on Mavs Twitter, at Reddit Mavericks, Ruben Tomas. How's the weather treating you up in Dallas? It's fucking cold, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure most of y'all are listening from the Dallas area, and it is... Yeah, I'm not going outside today. Yeah, Fuck no. <laughs> uh, yeah. Th- th- this is a uh, the heat is on and my pants are off kind of day. Um, yeah. Well, I'll I'll probably do the the PJs today. That's that's yeah. Exactly. I might put some sweats. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Some athleisure. That's Fuzz, the best. Fuzzy socks. Fuzzy isn't, socks, bro. Dude, like, isn't it the best thing to like dress up and basically like warm up gear like you're gonna play a game, but just don't just chill on the couch. <laughs> watching youtube yeah, and- i am gonna be a bench warmer today and i am very happy about that uh we're gonna be watching youtube until 6 30 when we play the blazers that's so. right we're playing the blazers at 7 30 today central time we're excited for that 6 30 oh okay so 7 30 <laughs> eastern time yeah uh i'm technically accurate because time is a loose construct uh so, all right so 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 if you're listening to this uh after today right <laughs> great win or terrible loss you know one of the two so yeah, it's going to be, you know, uh, both teams played hard. Um, you know, the Blazers blazed, the Mavericks Matt. ricked, Matt. <laughs> um, and here we are. Uh, so uh, real quick, uh, before we get started, uh, I wanted to just, you know, shout out. We are missing our, uh, we're doing, the, we're doing the Power Duo pod today. Uh, shout out to our missing host, at uh, Squish41, Dick Nowitzki. Uh, he's out there in the darkness, uh, the Mavs hero we don't need, but he's the Mavs hero we deserve, uh, fighting the scourge of Knicks and Hawks fans. Uh, thank you for your service, Squish. Also, a big thank you. He uh, went to the Wolves game, and he gifted me the City Edition, the white and gold snapback. It is the nicest thing I own currently. Uh, it's it super is, clean. It like... is the, it is the clean. Like, I am afraid to wear it. That's how clean it is. It's just like, I'm looking at that. I'm just like, you are, I'm going to put this in storage anytime I have like chili or spaghetti anywhere. Like, like I, I can't Near have you, it in my like house. Any... Yeah. Yeah. Not even eat with it on. No, no, no. Like, it's, it's going into some sort of vault so it can never be stained. Um, it is gorgeous. Thank you so much, Squish. Uh, this is remarkably kind. Speaking of remarkably kind, we need to shout out Mark Cuban and Cynthia Marshall. Uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, Squish is a uh, he's a frontline uh, essential worker. You know, he works at a hospital. Uh, he hit up uh, Mark Cuban, and Mark Cuban like responded to the DM. He's just like, hey, like you know, basically just mentioned like, hey, I heard that you guys were uh, you know getting service workers uh, you know, tickets to the mask game. Just wanted to see what's going on, and they're like we got you like, and they yeah. hooked him up with, uh, I guess it's as close as you can get. I, you know, cause you can't, there's no floor seats um, or I guess they are floor seats. They're close. Like they were awesome seats. Regardless, it's still very kind. Like basically uh, Cynthia Marshall and Mark Cuban hooked up uh, a frontline healthcare worker uh, for the sake of just 
hey they could um they didn't need to do that it was gracious it was awesome and it's just another reason why uh, we are mffls so and we won that game so you know we won that game thanks to squish's supervision exactly Uh, he was was, you know he was uh was coaching he he was was sending paper airplanes to rick and rick is just like okay cool more he's <laughs> well, before uh, before we talk about uh, the games, uh, let's talk. Uh, let's take a couple sets to talk about our sponsors for this episode. All right, guys. So our so we're doing this live, by the way. So our sponsors this week are uh, eBay and uh, Ben Online. So eBay. So they're doing this thing now where they you can get rare desktop sneakers um, or the new, latest new release um through ebay uh ebay was originally the the, the original mar- sneaker marketplaces before goat and StockX stuff like that that's awesome um, and now they have a new ebay's authenticity guarantee which means that a, a, a bunch of uh, independent professional authenticators uh you know they perform an inspection make sure everything is nice make sure they're not um not what you wanted you know stuff like that not worn out, not yeah, blown yeah. out fucking sneakers. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. And the cool thing is that like uh the seller fees. So if you're selling, um, there's no seller fees if you're selling a shoe a sneaker that's over hundred dollars. Oh wow, uh, which is really awesome because not a lot of places are doing that. Um right. So uh yeah, you can go to so if you want that, you can go to ebay.com slash sneakers today. Awesome. All right. So next one we're talking about is uh bet online. So Betaline, uh, you know, the fast and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The football is over, but there's NBA, there's college basketball, and there's NHL on. Um, you can even cover like awards, TV shows, and reality TV. I want to so, like, I wish that this was available during like Rock of Love, you know? Oh, yeah, dude. This is, like, yeah. The, the peak so VH1. Like, how much money would you have won if you're just like, I bet one of the contestants going to spit on the other one? Yeah, like, like, something <laughs> like that, you know? Like, but this will be really good if you're really into Bachelor, which I think there's kind of a crossover between like, nba fans of the bachelor i've realized oh yeah um, have you heard about fantasy bachelor no i haven't and i really want to know what the hell how that works i don't really understand the point system but it is basically like because like there's the first episode where everyone shows up in a limo or whatever and then that's how you like you draft like that's amazing that's it's, amazing it's kind of neat um but yeah so betterline has you covered on everything dude um you know just go on to betterline.ag today and that's your those are your your sports book experts Great ad reads. All right, folks, we are talking Mavs games. Um, we are three and zero this week. It is we called a, it. We fucking we, called it. We called it. It was looking kind of <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, a little too <laughs> close for comfort. A lot two of those, those games were way too fucking close. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, we were blowing out the Wolverines. Yes, oh, not Wolverines. Sorry, the Wolves. We we're blowing out the Wolves. I like the or, Wolverines. I I'm like, thinking. I, I'm thinking Fat Five. I'm just like, <laughs> you know, um, we do no, have two I, on our team. That's fair. Yeah, but yeah, so we're blow, we're blowing out the wolves. We're up by like fucking like 25 at one point, and right. then uh, they just get hot from three. Uh, we cannot defend the three, as we found out. We so, really can't defend it all. So no, yeah, we we are the Alice Mavericks. There yeah. is no D no, uh, here, yeah. and I will say, uh, I will. I wonder what it would take to get Malik Beasley in a in a Mavericks uniform that guy <laughs> is god I love how our I love how like the fandom's reaction to like whenever one guy tortures us is how can we get him so he yeah. doesn't fuck this so he doesn't do this to us like happening with John Collins you know what yeah saying. I feel I feel like he does this to us fairly frequently but I mean I also I think he is 
God, he just reminds me so much of Nick Van Exel, and that's why I love him so much. Yeah, I think he's just, you know, I like a guy that might be a little smaller in stature, but he's a person that can be in a phone booth with someone six inches taller than him and still think he's open. And like, but he's lighting it up for three. That dude, was he 60%? Where was he at? Uh, No, he was 50%, six of 12. That's Um, what I'm saying, bro. Like 30 (laughs) points. Like that dude just caught fire. Like he's the only reason that game was close. I just just love how like we have like, you know, just guys who just, flame us like for no reason like it doesn't make any fucking like i don't know like did mark say something to them at one point or did luca say something in a different language like and they just assumed it was like a you know like a cuss out or some shit i don't know dude. <sighs> I, I mean i feel like at some point you know there's just an element just like i just have the green light and i'm just gonna or i think also he's i mean god is i guess aside from rubio and i guess hurting gomez Everyone there is pretty damn young. I don't know how old Malik Beasley is. I want to say he's pretty he's, young. He's pretty young. Is he pretty young? Gosh, I'm, I can't find his birthday anywhere. Anyways, it doesn't matter. So ultimately, like, I feel like he's like the one adult in that room. <laughs> yeah. And so he's just like, all right, kid, like, all right, sons, let me take care of this. Dude, like, yeah, dude. I, well, I mean, like, you have Anthony Edwards that didn't see a shot that he didn't like. I mean, that guy. I love that guy though. That dude's hilarious. He's like, he's he's fun. Um, I I can't tell if he's going to be good or not because he's definitely a volume shooter, which is yeah, like it's my too early. two it's too early. The two yeah. worst descriptors of a basketball player for me normally is just yeah. volume shooter. Volume shooter, yeah. I mean, uh, man, yeah, that dude seems like he's going to be cool. Um, Cat didn't play. Oh, he was still coming back from uh from COVID protocol, which I mean, right. it, apparently it destroyed that poor him. guy. Well, that well, I know. I mean, he's had well, a terrible. His mom year. passed away from it. Like he had a mom and like seven other uh, uh, relatives pass away from COVID. Jesus, like so, I mean, what whatever is, yeah, whatever's in their genes is just just not holding up to COVID. That that is awful. I'm you yeah. know wishing good health to that guy. Um, but man, wait, why did, did D'Angelo Russell get hurt? Yeah, he did. He, okay. That he like, sense. I remember the beginning before the game started, they said he had like a thigh thing and then he must've re-aggravated it like yeah. sometime. Cause he didn't play a lick after and he might've, like, he might've had them win that game. If, you know, Malik Beasley, I was still going hot. So, yeah. and I know, I, I know like a lot of the, all of the wins this week, like were kind of like lucky breaks or like someone didn't play or someone got injured. It's like, mm-hmm. that's just basketball, man. Like you can't be mad, you know, that, like that's something you can't control. So yeah, I listen. I'll take the close wins due to things break, like lucky breaks. Considering yeah. how many of our losses were due to like us not having a team to put out there because yeah, of so. you know of various COVID. It evens so out. I think it evens out. So. Well, I think we're also catching fire. We're we're a game sh- shy of five hundred, and uh, I mean we're facing Portland, but like that's an injured Portland. Like that's they, they yeah don't have again McCollum yeah. and and Nurkic, but. I mean, they've still been playing well. Like, I think fucking Dame Lillard, bro. Like, well, and Roko's doing a great job for them. And yeah, like, oh yeah, I forgot uh, they had Roko now. Yeah, um, I want him so bad. I'm trying to think of who else is playing well. Um, you know, Mello's still around. <laughs> He's hey, Mello. Hey, Mello hey. can. Yeah, Mel, yeah. You know, if you ISO just spot up, like, dude, like that's the guy. Like, you... I will say my favorite tweet about Carmelo Anthony was that there was uh, was it ball don't stop featured like a highlight reel of him and someone saying i love that carmelo anthony is featured on ball don't stop considering he is the greatest ball stuffer of all time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, i love that guy uh, uh yeah you know, so, i mean that what, carmelo yeah. is like 
it's weird like he is i guess he's like the he was like the quintessential like mid-2000s player yeah he's, oh absolutely like, dude he was amazing, the guy yeah amazing mid-range like shot pretty well for iso, me, iso iso guy iso. could really create a shot like you know yeah. like yeah he was definitely a 2000s which i mean in retrospect was maybe not the greatest era of basketball but it's like, my least favorite era i think least favorite era easily like even though that's when I became a Mavs fan, like retrospectively, like looking back at old basketball games, yeah. like it is rough to watch anything from like 2000, I would say from 2000 to like 2006, like that, that, yeah, that little, era. that little pocket is like, that is some rough basketball. It's a weird, it's a weird era. Like looking yeah. back at it, especially when you look at like what we know now about ball movement and obviously a three point shot and all that Spacing, shit. Spacing, so, all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, man. Well, it's also amazing to me how many unskilled players had like long careers. Like if you were yeah. just like big and could get a rebound and block a shot, like that was it. You're you good. had a career, like yeah. a tenure career, just like <laughs> right with no other skills. What does he do? He hurts people. Okay, let's give him twenty oh, million it. a year. Yeah, Eric Dampier is a great example. <laughs> fucking Eric Dampier. I hate that fucking name. I hate that fucking. Name. Uh, uh, Danny uh, Fortson was in the league for a while, like that. <laughs> Dude, he that was that. That's the name I haven't thought about forever. Holy shit! That's definitely one of my favorite uh, random Mavs. Like anytime someone Holy says like fuck. name a random Maverick, yeah. like Danny Fortson, because I don't know God why. Damn. As a kid, I thought I was like, oh, this is great. We got Shaq, but six inches shorter. Then I realized that's not effective. That's not good. Like, <laughs> uh, let's see. So Wednesday we played the Hawks. Right. Um, I watched that game. I uh, did not. I was I was unfortunately out of practice at the time. Yeah. But I watched I, that game and it was dude. It was it was fun. Like it, I like playing the Hawks. Like I like how the fans have made it like its own little rivalry thing. Like we talk shit back and forth and but like it's not like it's, where it's, it's like good to have an East Coast yeah. rival. To be honest, yeah, like good, I yeah. I like this Hawks team. I think they're yeah, actually a lot more yeah. fun. Yeah, uh, it's and, a lot more fun this year. Yeah, I mean, fucking John Collins, bro, like just killing us man like we don't we had no one who can guard him effectively and obviously like maxi's still coming back from covid i think you know maxi's still he probably won't be good till like next week really you know where he's like 100 or close 100 he's still been contributing though i mean like not like yeah. great numbers but i mean like his presence is felt and yeah. i've noticed that in the games that i have watched with maxi back on like it's just like it's that one stop that he like where we're normally you can kind of count on like 10 stops from him. Like yeah, if, yeah. If, if someone like he does okay with help defense, like I think the only things that he gets kind of lost in position sometimes, but ultimately like he does make the good, like he will occasionally recover from someone's bad, poor perimeter mistake. Yeah. Um, but, and then like, it's rare that he, his guy torches him um yeah but like i feel like he's got like maybe five more plays in him if he's 100 percent, you know yeah. those kind of things that we can and, rely on yeah and uh i mean that game was that game was fun like just mm -hmm. in general uh you cannot stop fucking uh trey young at all like it's he's incredible like just like well that's something that i mentioned to bibs when i was on his pod at one point um was just like or, or i think i asked him a question on twitter i wasn't on the actual podcast but i was like who are there great perimeter defenders anymore? Like it, it's, it's kind of, I feel like there are, it's rare that certain guys actually shut down these, these amazing perimeter threats. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it seems like everyone's pretty much lighting it up and maybe it's just cause I'm not watching enough basketball, but I feel like in this day and age, when guys are hitting logo shots at a pretty high tick and at, at a fairly high frequency, like that's, 
if you're guarding someone at half court, you're basically having to do a half court press to, to negate yeah. that. I think that's just setting you up for drives. Cause now everyone's so quick, you know what I mean? And yeah. spacing's there. There's it's rare that someone's going to be like, I, I don't know. I, I feel like this game's been designed for these kind of smaller players to thrive more, which I'm yeah. not against. I still think it's great that there's different ways that you can win basketball games, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, and when Trey's hot, I mean, it's, it's, it's yeah. Steph Curry light. It's just, yeah. Who's going yeah. to stop that? Cause if you can hit from the corner of half court, um, then like, yeah, what's the point? <laughs> right. Like who's the one you can try and defend that. So exactly. You know, so, I mean, Luke was trying on some of those, but it just, sure. you, you just can't, man. Otherwise you fall into them and it's just, I, also, I did watch the last play and I do find it interesting that they, drew up a shot for gallo that was weird that was a like i and like going back to that, i remember tweeting about and just being like hey like if he really thought it was a foul like at the beginning he would have been complaining like right then and there and not like after the buzzer that sounded off like whatever bro like yeah. he knows what he was doing like uh, he, uh, yeah uh, i think is there the possibility that willie collystein could mow over or you know maul yeah. uh trey young on a pick yes was that the case at that time clearly not no, um, like even the refs are like no we're not we're not reviewing this like, we're, not, we're not deciding a game on it and i think that's one of the few times like even though it worked in the mavericks favor like had that been reverse like I, as a basketball fan i'm okay with that call because i would much rather i am all for did the guy make the play not the did the guy technically do the rules correctly like yeah i i don't like game deciding charges game yeah. deciding moving picks like yeah. like let them play sucks. let them play it out yeah let them play it out right the like, last like 30 seconds did the guy make the shot or not you know like yeah. that's that's more interesting and uh that's something that Rosillo uh at one point on his pod mentioned that like because we're doing this review thing and we're, we're still not really getting the calls right and we're still we're just slowing down the momentum the product, yeah. of a potential game-winning shot it's just like yeah. man that's like <clears throat> that's the best part of sports is that game winning shot. Why are we getting rid of that for the sake of accuracy? Kind of. Yeah. And like, I mean, and I mean like that's an issue also like in soccer now where they have VAR right. and it's just like, you know, these guys want to celebrate and it's like, it just ruins the momentum if they don't get a goal, you know, it's like, uh-huh. it's like fucks everything up. And I've, you know, every soccer fan who's listening to this knows that <laughs> like yeah. everyone has already been a victim of it this season, like for premier season or whatever. So I, I don't know. I feel like if you can end a game zero zero and call it a good game, then like, you know, why even have refs? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, and then, and then the, the Friday game against the new Orleans Pelicans, the Pelicans, the Pelicans, exactly. The Pelicans. Yes. Uh, Zion man, Williamson. <laughs> I just, Zion is a fucking freak. Like I just, I, I, I every time I see him, do st- every single time I see him do something, I'm like, how the fuck are his like knees just not imploding? Like on themselves, like it's insane. Like, he's, he's Charles Barkley. It's really yeah, like it, it, it really it, yeah. it, It's Charles Barkley with somehow like it's just redistributed mass. Like where Charles Mark Barkley's mass was basically like his his stomach and his ass. Like it's now just yeah. like in the shoulders and the shoulders. Arms. Yeah, and, and it's like, fucking crazy. He looks like Thanos, dude. Yeah, like it's fucked up. Like, he, but he's he like what six. He's like six 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 six. Is dude. he six six? Okay, like him and like, Luca. Him and Luca were like head to head. Like you know they. 
eye level to each other. And I was like, what the I fuck? always thought Luca was closer to like six eight. Like Luka's... I think he's six seven. I think so maybe Zion maybe six. I don't know, bro. But I, I feel like Zion looks just smaller, not strictly height wise. And yeah. like it's still it's still baffling to watch because it's like it's like compressed mass. Like just it, like yeah, yeah, he's he's dark matter. <laughs> like yeah, dude, he's fucking like... crazy, dude. He's fucking crazy, man. Like <laughs> He missed one shot the entire fucking night. That's insane. Like, <sighs> and I know like our defense isn't the best, but goddamn oh, God. guys, like, dude, you guys it's... couldn't just like foul his ass hard or <laughs> look. Like, you guys couldn't. I, I will say that Zion got the opposite of what we've normally seen with physical freaks. Like, like LeBron and Shaq get fouled basically every time. Like, like yeah. they, they, they endure a beating going to the rim that most players don't like thinner players will get calls that they, that they simply don't, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, and I feel Zion got a lot of like, well, he got hip checked here as he was driving to the rim. Like he was just kind of like, he didn't break stride. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, yeah. There's no no visible, like, Right. And like actually affecting him like like don't get me wrong guy gets slapped on the arm of course like that's that's yeah, a foul, that's a foul. I, yeah. I, I, I get you like i'm not one of those guys it's just like oh he's just getting easy foul calls but i'm like it seems like it's not affecting his shot at all. yeah at all. It, yeah. it's it yeah it is the opposite of what i have seen with guys that have been that physically dominant like Shaq would have guys like basically like sit on his shoulders as he was dunking it and yeah. not get calls yeah. um i think part of it because the league was trying to avoid watching the horrendous Shaq free throw um but man like that's zion is insane to watch because it just doesn't make it doesn't make sense like it, it doesn't yeah. make sense that this guy like if he was four inches taller it would make sense to me i'd be like yeah. okay i've seen a amari stoudemire or something like that yeah i have, yeah. I have a different frame of reference because i didn't yeah. really watch charles barkley play that was let's yeah that's like we we're young we we're really young yeah like yeah. even even like Barkley versus Jordan was still like that was like when he was old you know what I mean yeah. like like we didn't see him in like the Philly days I've seen some tape of uh Barkley in the Philly days where it looks just as baffling like he's just amongst the sea of trees and he's just jumping over everybody six, and he's six, bro, and just, yeah. stronger than everyone um, it's fucking ridiculous it just yeah it is just a testament to pure mass <laughs> yeah and I mean like again like neither teams play defense like luca you know new career high in 46 points you know he was on fire he went and, off bro. but speaking of on fire kp did not look like he was gonna miss that game my Dude, god he I, was I, the latvian laser the sights were on he just like insane. i just like i just like like i look at him and i'm like Dude, if you keep shooting like this, like I don't give a fuck if you don't post up. Like well, I legit don't give a fuck. Like you that do was, what you need to do. That was why we pay him the most money on the team. And it's like that's that's the production. That's his that's his ceiling. Like that's that is what he is supposed to be doing. Yeah. And like it's great to see his legs underneath him. It's great for him to be feeling his shot. Like that's why we love Porzingis and that's why we invested the money in him. And that's why I think it's so funny that some people will be like, Oh, he's just, he's broken down. He's not even worth that much money. Cause he'll never, I'm like, listen, he's the reason, excuse me. He's the reason we won that game. Like he's, yeah. he is a legit star when he's healthy. And you know what, if that wins us, 10 more games like that's worth that extra 20 mil like yeah. there's some certain people that think just like okay we we could have gotten christian wood instead of kp or something like that like or you know you play like these cap games of like well we can get slightly less production or 
for this much more money or this much less money yeah, and yeah. kind of playing that cap game. Like, God, I don't care. Like you've got a guy that can do that can produce like that. Yeah. You, you get that starter. And like, it's, it was great seeing Luca trust KP shot, which yeah. there was a lot of times where he was, he just set him up for his, his long range yeah. threes. And it was great. It like, that's the offense that we saw that was number one offense last year. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. like a lot of people are like, Oh, you know, it's just the Pelicans, you know, they're not playing the best defense. I was like, yeah, but like in that case, he should be putting up these numbers against the best against bad defenses. Like exactly. You know, like maybe on a night where we play against a good defensive team, it's like 20 mm-hmm. and whatever, like 20, and 10, 10, 20 and seven or whatever, bro. Like that's still pretty fucking good. Like for, you know, so I don't know, bro. Like, you know, I don't know anything about the cap. I don't know anything about like trades or anything. Like I don't, and I don't give a fuck at this it, point. Like I'm, it's, it's I'm here for the important. ride. <laughs> like I'm here for the ride. Like I don't give a fuck. Like, you know. I, I find it, I find it interesting uh, as far as like managing cap and things like that. Like I do love the business aspect of certain things, um, but I do think the contracts give us like this, what's the opposite of rose colored glasses shit covered glasses i guess shit covered. <laughs> i guess so yeah yeah so ultimately like there's i think one of the main reasons that people are like super harsh on dwight powell is because of his contract or like and i don't think that's n- not with it's understandable in some cases because if yeah. you are paying somebody starter money and they're not even a rotation player then yeah that's that's like that that usually is a good sign that you are uh, not evaluating talent well um, when you were paying, or, you know, what's a good example, you know, Chandler Parsons for Memphis, I'll just throw that one out there. Yeah. Like where it's like, yeah, you're, you're paying max money, uh, or, you know, Charlotte with, uh, Batum that that's a great example of just that's like, a good one. you, you paid someone to be a, the very least a starter, if not your best player. And he was riding the bench the last two years he was there. So, uh, yeah, I don't know, but ultimately, yeah, contracts. I'm, I, I find that a pretty moot points. You know, it's like it's, it's not like they can change the contract, and it's not like they're going to trade him for less better players. Less better players. God, I'm just worse players. Worse <laughs> players. Thank you. Less better. Uh, that's like, what the um, hell? <laughs> less less better, Mavs man. Um, yeah. Anyways, all the more. Anyway, cool. Uh, <laughs> any, anything else you want to touch on with these games? Um, not these games. Uh, I do want to say that I've been watching a little bit of the G League this year. Oh, okay. Uh, because obviously our three guys, uh, some guys got shifted over to different teams. I know like Tyler Bay is now playing for the uh, Salt Lake City Stars. Okay. Because I guess the Nets were just like, oh, we're not going to play these guys, which was kind of bullshit. But whatever. I still don't understand how the G League's formatted. Because before it used to be basically like, it was like the minor leagues for each team, yeah. roughly. So. Yeah, so it still is like technically, but it's just like I think this year it's weird we because have, obviously like we don't have the legends, right? Like the legends yeah, not, not, they only have like I think out of like the twenty or so twenty five or so teams they have, there's only like seventeen playing like in this little right. bubble thing. Sure. And uh, I think like the way they're doing it, it's kind of like soccer where it's like you can loan out guys. Oh, I see. You know, Got to it. go play and get minutes and stuff like that. So that's what they're doing right now. Right. Um, so Terry is with the hustle. Yes, Terry's with the hustle. Memphis hustle. Yeah. Yes. Tyler Bay is Tyler Bay's with the stars. Okay. And then, oh my God, who was the last person? I forgot. Tyler Bay Hinton. Yeah, Hinton. Oh God, where I think Hinton went to. Was he in the net? Was he the net? He was. So him and Tyler Bay were on the nets, but I guess the nets were like, we're not going to play your guys now. So I don't know. Let me check real quick. You can add to this out if you need to. Um, 
I'm checking Callie Kaplan on Twitter because she tweeted about it yesterday. Sure. Shout out Callie. Oh my God, please, internet. There we go. Okay. Uh, let's see. She, uh, see. Nope. Okay. Um, okay. Nate Hinton now plays for the Santa Cruz Warriors. Hmm. So he gets to play with Jeremy Lin. That's cool. Like, yeah. you know, that's cool. So that's, yeah. So those guys, uh, I've been watching a little bit of it and some of the rules don't make any sense to me. There's like, just like little subtle differences, like where it's like free throws, right? So free throws, if you hit the first one, it counts for two points. I love that. And then you got don't get anything else. But if you miss the first one, you get to yeah, go for second, yeah, for for one point for the second one. So okay, cool, that's cool. Yeah, it kind of speeds up just a little bit. And I'm like, okay, I can deal with that. Um, the, I yeah, like the only thing that that it's interesting. Um, the reason that why they don't do that in the NBA, I heard, was strictly statistically. They were just like, there's so many people that do so much better on the second free throw. Okay, um, that that's one of the issues. Cool. Um, uh, yeah, I mean. I mean, it's, it's a fun product, though. Like, I watch it. I'm like, oh, like, oh, like, oh, my God. Like, there's Yogi Ferrell. Like, what the hell? He's there. You know, like, Yogi Ferrell's playing for the Stars right now. So he's playing with Tyler Bay, which is kind of cool. That's cool. Tyler Bay had, Tyler Bay had a great game. Um, I like how uh, they're letting Tyrell Terry shoot. Mm-hmm. He, like, he's shot, like, 21 times and, like, made eight of them. But it's fine. Like, you know, let him practice shooting, like, in the right. game. Like, it's a developmental league. Like, yeah, there's, like, championships and blah, blah, involved. But it's nothing, like crazy like important so i like that the g league is like the guinea pig like i like yeah. that they're just doing weird stuff weird shit, yeah. with it's... yeah like let's experiment with the four point line or whatever or let's exactly. experiment with the free throw uh structure like uh the play in tournament ideas and things like that yeah that is what the g league's for like i want to see a team where they're just like let's put five point guards out there why because we can we'll see if that does anything yeah. like th- that's that's the fun stuff um, that's what developmental leagues should be doing um, as opposed to like baseball where they just kind of do it to hide prospects. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. At this point. Yeah. Or just like build a dude's confidence. Like that's a weird element of baseball where there's like, all right, you're hitting like a hundred right now. So yeah. let's go down to the, <laughs> we're going to send you to division. Two. Yeah. We're going to send you yeah. down to division two and just like, so you can hit a couple of homers and get your get back. back up. Yeah. yeah so, all right. Yeah. So, uh, awesome. So good G League plug. I, I need to watch more G League. Um, I'd like to see more developmental basketball. Like I like watching young guys uh, get get their reps in uh, and hopefully, you know, make a make a splash in the league. Uh, who's yeah. your favorite G League guy? Like for me, it might be uh, Chris Boucher. 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 Chris Boucher. Yeah, Chris Boucher out of, off uh, in Toronto. Like like to me he is the epitome of g league guy because he's like yeah here's this guy weird frame doesn't seem like but just lights it up from three and yeah. he's like seven yeah. foot no he's like six eleven, but he has like an eight foot wingspan yeah his wingspan is fucking insane yeah <laughs> he just needs some time to develop man that's what yeah. it is and uh my favorite guy probably as a uh, uh juan toscano anderson because <laughs> he's mexican he's oh, only awesome. mexican He's only Mexican player in the league, and he played for the you know Santa Cruz Warriors for a while. <laughs> he's playing for the Warriors now, isn't he? Yeah, he's playing. Yeah, he's actually doing pretty damn he's well. He's got like he's got like a weird number, isn't he? Like ninety five or something. He's ninety five because he grew he grew up in Oakland. Okay, and so like ninety fifth Street, I think it was what the street that he lived on. That's cool. So, so I was like, okay, that's awesome, bro. <laughs> like do that, and uh, yeah, I he's... love weird number, weird jersey numbers. Like before, I used to get seven forty one. Well, I think that that's kind of where it's starting to stem from. Before, I used to hate it. I used to like yeah. whenever someone was like forty six. I'm like, why are you doing that? Stop it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And now it's like, yeah, use a prime cool. number, damn it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but now it's but, like, oh, it's actually kind of cool. Like, yeah, I, I like yeah. what? Uh, God, who's the guy? There's a guy that was like ninety. 
you know, I'm, I'm happy to see more 99s. Double zero, I still can't really get behind. I don't that. really like double zero. Like, double I, hate zero. That you can, I hate that you can have double zero and then a zero on the same team. Like, I don't like that. Yeah. No offense, like... to, no offense to Portland. but <laughs> Zero times nothing. There's <laughs> doubles. I don't know, dude. I don't know. That should not be allowed. There's a lot of 100 at that point then, dude. Like, I don't know. Exactly. Allow, allow three. Allow three numbers on the back right. of your jersey at that point. <laughs> but. Yeah, uh, I will say I'll draw the line at like if someone has like a hundred and two or whatever. That's too like much. That, it's that, like this, that would be. I don't think I can handle that's that. too wild. No. All right. Uh, so yeah, do we want to go into any questions or? Uh, give me one second here. All right. Sorry, my Peter. Let's turn on. Um, we're gonna cut that. Okay, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do the ad read real quick. Got it. Okay, in three, two. All right. Awesome recap, my friend. Uh, cool to hear some cool G League talk. Uh, and it's I'm excited for the next week of Mavs basketball. We're going to get the listeners' questions. Uh, but first, we want to shout out again, eBay sneakers. Uh, there is Whether it's rare dead stock or uh, the latest release, you can find the exact shoe you're looking for on ebay they've got an authenticity guarantee for your sneakers they're meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators um it's free to sell sneakers that are over a hundred dollars on ebay that's a hell of a deal uh i don't sell sneakers personally but i sell uh, instruments all the time and every site that i go to they usually take anywhere for three to fifteen percent depending on the amount that you're throwing out there and so that's money that like believe me like that's going to be the cost of shipping if not more so you are making money if you are selling on eBay. That is an awesome deal. Um, so other sites take as much as 25%. So you've got a lot of extra money left over. So check out ebay.com slash sneakers today. Uh, it's the place where you need to sell your shoes. Um, now, a uh, place where you, if you're looking for a brand new pair of shoes, Papa's need a new pair of shoes, go to betonline.ag. That's an old saying that no one uses anymore. Anyways, no. but uh, it is an awesome place to get in on the action uh the nfl's done but the nba college basketball nhl full swing you can make any kind of bet you're looking to make like we've got season-long prop bets uh you've got in-game prop bets there's all kinds of cool stuff you can cover award shows i don't know if you've ever bet the oscars before but it's hey it's a way to get invested in something about movies that you otherwise probably didn't watch like yeah like, I just think it'd be funny if it's just like some guy like holding a ticket, like it's like, come on, Roma or whatever. <laughs> like it's like, hey, that was a good that, movie. Roma was yeah, a great movie. <laughs> sure, I didn't watch it, but I'm, I'm sure it's fine. It's great. Um, I that that's one that one's been on my list for a long time, and I've just I maybe I need to revisit that today. I'll have a lot of time. We're all snowed in. Um, yeah. anyways, but uh, they got real updated odds, props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odd. It's the best place to place your bets and it's free to sign up uh if you head to our, our what head to the website or use your mobile de device and sign up today you receive a 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit so uh use the promo code armchair at checkout uh to let it, let them know that we sent you here um remember betonline.ag we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use indeed the better it gets and listeners of this show will get a 75 dollars sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com match 
Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Uh, let's get to some listener questions. We have a lot of them. We're going to kind of speed round this one because uh, yes. it's just the two of us. So we've got a lot yeah. of questions. Thank you guys so much for sending questions. Uh, it's our favorite thing to do on the pod. Uh, let's get weird. It's great because uh, we got a lot of questions that we're winning and we're won a lot this week. So uh-huh. we have like 30 something questions. So let's go. Fantastic. All right. So first question comes from my French friend, uh, Karane. Uh, they ask, uh, <clears throat> I don't know. Anyway, merci, merci beaucoup. Uh, I don't offend him, but uh, no, uh, his question. I uh, thought that was not terrible French. <laughs> we'll have him decide. He'll tell us later. Okay. Um, uh, uh, we'll say, ce n'est pas confortable pour moi. Uh, 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 that is not comfortable for me oh, uh, wow. is, is okay. the term. It's like one of the few things I know in French. So he says, they love uh, 
Okay. Why I'm so cute, but not having a girlfriend. Um, let's see. You got to believe in yourself, bud. Yeah, um, that's kind it, of it. <laughs> also, you're French. Come to America. You anytime that you duck, women are going to be hitting the wall behind you. Like all you got to be is just like, oh, s'il vous play, and then just like they will, they will, they'll love it. Like any anybody with an accent, like it does not matter how attractive you are. If you speak with an accent, you already like you've moved up three numbers in the one to ten range. Like it is, <laughs> it is a like grading on a curve. Like you're set. <laughs> All right, so next question comes from Derek. Um, <laughs> lots of people panicking about Luca leaving the Mavs when they don't play well. What's your best argument refuting this nonsense? I don't know. Probably it's easy for me, man. Uh, he's 21. Uh, why would you get why would you not want to take max money? Right. <laughs> you know, like take I, it, bro. Like I think also it's the Mavericks are wising up that we do a better job of retaining European players. <laughs> I think that's another part of it is just like, I think whatever Luca wants, he's going to get here. And it seems like he's having a blast here. I think also another element of it is that Luca doesn't seem too worried about the celebrity, like the stardom elements of it. Like he's, he's just a fun kid that loves playing basketball. And like, I I think all of his needs are met here. And I think unless it just gets to a point to where like the Mavs are just woefully non-competitive i don't think there's really any reason to worry um even though i was very much having that panic when we were playing that poorly but that was without five of our rotation players so So, i was dumb let's see next question comes from dylan um dylan says james johnson versus the knicks fans james johnson like all of them i guess all all i'm imagining is like john snow like like what's like there's like that whole stampede of horses oh yeah yeah, it's just just james johnson alone yeah i mean i he wins that he has that under the belt (laughs) i I wish he would use his karate a little bit more in in games you know he gets minutes because he's not really getting minutes right now he's not really getting minutes and it's just like i mean he's he's playing all right like i i'm i'm impressed by him as far as a initiator on offense which i wasn't really anticipating like he, yeah. he sets up guys pretty well but i don't know i want to see like uh, who was i talking to uh forgive me for forgetting who this was but uh it might have been isaac or just like why doesn't he just karate chop zion it's not gonna do anything but just like set a president <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like throwing darts the, at a tank because it's not the 80s that's why <laughs> yeah exactly that, that, that that's a that's a fucking you know that's a that's a, a flagrant two right there <laughs> yeah so. exactly yeah you <laughs> can't throat punch anybody no. anymore <laughs> no it's not the good old days apparently the good old days people, of, to some people i don't know bro choke uh, slamming someone when they went to the rack <laughs> let me see uh sylvie here asks um after all the funny twitter talk about firing rick who could the who could be coach for mavs in case rick ever goes ben affleck Bro, just give it to Jim, Jamal Mosley. Let's see what he can do. Like he got, a, he got a few. Uh, I know he had a few uh, interviews last off season. You know, like let's see what he can do. So. Forgive me, I don't know who Mosley is. Um, he's I'm, one of he's one of the assistant coaches. One of the uh, assistant coaches. Okay. Yeah, that we have. Yeah. So I was like, hey, let's just. You know, I know, I know. Last year it was like him and Silas were the two that were gonna like go let's, somewhere. Or let's Silas. Just, let's, just, let's just get Silas back. Silas. <laughs> I mean, it's, <laughs> like, no, that would be great. Like, it's like Rick's been fired, and then we hired the Rockets coach. No, it's funny because he, uh, he he met, he mentions uh, Silas not being a viable option. <laughs> so it's because he's obviously he's, he's working with a, a actually really fun fucking Rockets team. I hate saying that, but 
Oh, I know. Like there are, there are two teams that I've just been bred to hate, but I enjoy watching it's the Spurs and the the Rockets. I hate it. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Um, Let's see. uh, Dave asks uh, if NBA players had entrance themes like wrestlers do, which songs do you think some of some of our favorite current maps would pick or which songs would you pick for them? Uh, Maxie's "Call Me Maybe." That's that's yeah. Easy. yeah there that's, you go. That's easy. Or it would be Blondie. Call me. Oh my god, that's great. Let's see, God, KP would be. I don't know what the fuck KP would be. I man. don't know if there's like a unicorn song or any song that mentions unicorns very I'm sure there are. predominantly. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, Luca, is there? Does Fortnite have a theme song? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Or just like whatever, like the the weird like Slovenian songs he listens to, like <laughs> on Instagram. Like, it, okay, it, it's maybe. definitely gonna be some sort of reggaeton. Oh my yeah. Oh, it could be like Bad Bunny. That'd be a good one for Max. Okay, there you go, Bad Bunny. Um, let's see. Now I'm trying to think. Like, Boban would be. Why can't we be friends? Yes. Fuck yeah, that's great. That would be my walking music if I was a if I was a boxer. That would be the boxer. That is that is what Homer Simpson walked in uh, lovable when, he, when he played when he uh, boxed uh, Dredrick Tatum. I've been rewatching Bro, Simpsons. That's the second time that's been referenced. Like it, I've seen that reference like oh, today. Yeah. I don't so know. Good. Is everyone just watching that this weekend or I, what? I, I don't I, know, man. That like I'm not a big Disney guy, but I love that they have every season. I've started on season four, and I have not regretted it. It's been awesome. so it's been so helpful for depression. It. Is just watching like it's God. It's so well written. It's yeah. still it's so good. All right, let's see. Next question comes from Mark. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think KP can maintain this level of consistency going forward? And what do you think about the people that were saying to trade him? I think the people that are like. I understand the the reaction to it because whenever your best paid player is not playing his best, it's a, it's understandably frustrating. Um, I think that basketball is a very fluid game. I guess it's very dynamic. It's like guys can get on hot streaks and like, it's interesting to see kind of us return to the mean. And like, I think we're all noticing like the change in difficulty of schedules versus what we were doing we were facing like top tier guys when we weren't at our best and like our best probably wasn't up to snow i'm not saying we would have won all those games but we would have been not getting blown out by 40 you know i think ultimately like you know getting these guys healthier but also just having the consistency of everyone playing together it's the thing that i'm most encouraged about kp's production is just like seeing him being the offensive aggressor him trusting his shot because like him being hesitant was the stuff that was worrying me like him being like uh not really moving the right way you know you could you can see you could tell the, yeah yeah you can see the body language of someone not taking that initiative and like it, it's he seems to be getting back to himself and that's encouraging because we still got what four years left on this contract something like that no three i think three i think three. I, either way where we have him for a while and you know he's starting to produce like a legit starter in the league and i i think he's going to return back to that production um i don't know about 30 points a night but i mean if he's a 20 and 10 guy perfect you you did what you he's what we bought him for or traded for him i mean you know it comes to me like i think that he can maintain the consistency um i know i'm saying he's gonna go like fucking nuclear from three like every game but you know i can see him hitting a few shots here and there and you know 
Um, as a shooter, yeah. Uh, as on the defense, you know, I think he's still. I think for him, it's still like mental. You know, yeah. it's just like it's like, hey man, I got hurt. Like you know, being this close to people, you know, guys like mm-hmm. doing stuff. Like oh shit, you know. Um, but I mean, I think that's just gonna take time for him to like talk to the yeah, the sports psychologist that we have on staff, or t- you know, talk to people and just like, hey, like it's you know stuff like that. Um, it's good to see him get his mojo back. Like, yeah, and, and have those impactful games. Yeah. Um, I will say the first like, like the first game that I really saw him where I'm like, oh, KP's back is the Phoenix game. I mean, it was a loss, but like yeah. that's yeah. when he was taking big shots when we needed it and he was making them. Like yeah. it wasn't just hesitant, uh, you know, settling for jumper kind of things. It was him being very deliberate with his yeah. shot, which is great. And they yeah, asked, so what do I think about people that were taking to trade him? Um, I mean, dude, like we're fans like <laughs> well the best thing to do is trade someone when they're performing poorly so you can get as little return as possible yeah it's, yeah it's, you know like like if we're gonna trade somebody we gotta make sure their value is up shout out to Dennis Smith jr yeah but, uh you know like it's just it is what it is and i mean people are gonna say that no matter what like no one's ever completely happy with the team i've seen this on my own twitter account <laughs> you know i will uh, say twitter is the first person like someone misses a free throw sell the team <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's nuts but yeah i think you know it's whatever like people are gonna say that and i don't really let it bother me i'm sure kp doesn't fucking care like whatever so um next question comes from jeremy jeremy asks uh where do you expect the Mavs offensive rating and defensive rating rank to be uh, for it to be at the end of the season? If everyone's staying healthy and like we're at this clip, I think we can climb up in the top 10 for offense defense bottom 10. I don't, yeah. I don't see it. Like I don't, yeah. unless there, unless there are some practices that just haven't happened yet where it's just like, Hey, get better rotation. Cause I really thought where we would improve defensively was due to Richardson and Johnson as the additions. And like Richardson's doing his best, but like his, he seems to be kind of like a good overall contributor, but he's not like being the defensive pest. I thought he was um, yeah. to where he makes like that huge defensive difference. Um, I mean, but I'm thinking if we can climb out of the, if we can get into like the early twenties, like in the offensive rating, I'd be happy. Like to yeah, just not I, get yeah. out of bottom last. I'd be, or second to last yeah yeah i think i don't know i think like i think what kp said the other day you know the team is gelling now or starting to gel like mm-hmm. a lot of that like, you can't like you can't really crunch by the numbers like it has to be like these have to be together and they really haven't been able to be together you know right. um we're winning these games because we're fucking just hot on offense you know mm-hmm. um Jalen Brunson, by the way has been playing out of his mind and i yes. real quick i need to like I'm going to make an apology every week because I was just like, I don't see it with this guy. And I see it now. I, I, I'm seeing production. I, I did not think he had like a string of 20 point games in him. And I was dead wrong. He has become like, he is exactly what Rick Carlisle is designing, you know? And that's, it's remarkable. It's like, he is doing a 08 uh, JJ Barea impression. Like yeah. he is ripping it up. It is awesome. So you just you just answered a question way down the line. Uh, sure. From Mavstan41, that was his question. What other player players have been important in the Mavs run? So it's been Jalen yeah. Brunson's been the number one. Like that dude, so good. And yeah, I yeah, that's love the, the, love yeah. the production out of out of uh, Brunson these past yeah. this past week. Let's see. Uh, next question comes from James, our good mm-hmm. friend James. Um, <laughs> no, it's actually not that bad. Uh, <laughs> which one of you is running Jay Rich's burner account? 
<laughs> have you heard about this? Have you seen this shit, dude? <laughs> no, I have not. What's going okay? On? So there's a guy. There's a, a random Twitter account that popped up. Um, they never tweet during during the game. Okay. Um, the only tweet after the game, before the game. They're also an Arsenal fan, which Jay Rich is an Arsenal fan. Mm-hmm. Um, they usually he just tweets out the games and do stuff like that, right. uh, but never tweets. Dur- I haven't. I've yet to see him tweet during a game. Like, <laughs> so there's so this, a lot of this is kind of like a we don't see Clark Kent and Superman in the same room ever. <laughs> yeah, like it's kind of like those and like so Jay Rich actually like tweeted about it because I guess he got so many fucking replies about it and just like. He was like, "Oh fuck! Like I have, a, I have a Twitter, I have a, I have a burner. Like I didn't know this, you know." So he's like, and he's like, "I tweet enough dumb shit on mine on my account. Like, <laughs> why would I like make a burner? <laughs> like, you know." I also so, think like, like, what does he have to lose? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, don't I know, feel like bro. almost every NBA player has to have a burner account because like there's to. so much. Like, I, I think also we underestimate how old these people are. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like m- the majority of the league is like what. 25 25 like 25 26 you guys met 25 year olds they're all fucking idiots like like they they don't know how to control like they're like uh, ultimate machismo like of course they're going to be talking shit because like that's what 25 year olds do like it's so i don't know but uh, who's running who's running the account Uh, it'd probably be me if anybody yeah yeah it'd be me yeah, I, I think I think you would be the most qualified to do it. Yeah. Like, Fuck I Arsenal, think, though. But yeah. I, you know, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I I do not have a dog in that race. So All right, let's see. Next question comes from Ollie. Ollie asks, uh, question two parts. Okay. One is your fight with Squish going to be in a streaming site or pay per view? Um, yes. It's free because we're for the people. <laughs> um, <laughs> but there will be in it uh, mid fight ad reads. <laughs> yes, it will be. Yeah, because yeah, you got we gotta get our money money somewhere. <laughs> right, exactly. We gotta pay for the belt somehow. <laughs> Two. What do you think it'll take to get Collins? Because again, John Collins is the guy that everybody's like, "Fuck, we gotta get him." He's like, he's like Dwight Powell and fucking Willie Collins signed together, but better. <laughs> and I'm just. Um, I, I think like. I try whenever I think about like, what would it take to get a certain player? It would be like, all right, what is that team missing that we have? And like, okay, so they don't really need, I I would imagine they need like perimeter wing help, which we do have. So I think like in order to get Collins, like a good deal would be something like Finney Smith, James Johnson thing, but I don't think that's what they're not. They're not going to do that. that. Yeah. Also, I don't think the Hawks will ever trade with us again because (laughs) the the Luca Trae Young thing is like. like, (laughs) Well, I think they're also like they're they're happy with Trey, and they should be because Trey's going to be. He's great. Yeah. Listen, you get a top five player like, and it's clear they're both top five players in that draft. It's just like, you know, no one lost. Like really, right? I mean, but I mean, you know, this isn't get. I don't know. But yeah, no one lost, but it's clear who's the better player is because of just like there's there's just such thing as outliers, you know. So I don't know if we were. I mean, to be honest, it's, it would probably have to take either Richardson or THJ, and I just don't see us trading those guys. Like I think it would have to be perimeter, good perimeter player that yeah. shoots well because that's what their their team really needs. Because they've yeah. got some good defensive guys, but mm. you know. I don't know. I don't think the Mavericks make that move. Um, uh, for me, I think to get Collins, uh, we just gotta wait till the off season when they yeah. don't uh, when they don't uh, send an offer. You know, that makes if sense. We really want them. So, because I don't, it seems to me like they're they're they might be moving on from from what I've been reading on Twitter and 
you know, Reddit and stuff like that. Listen, um, we, could u- we could use a guy that's on PEDs on our team, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um, uh, next question comes from Rowan. Uh, they ask, uh, how do you feel about the All-Star Game plans? And uh, what do you think? And do you think it sends the right message with the pandemic going on? It, it's one of the few NBA miscues because I think the NBA has done basically everything you can do right with this aside from, I mean, like the leagues like tightened up on COVID protocols and all that other stuff. And they're do- like, they're doing the best that they can in order to like, yeah, they, they, they admitted yeah. that this is like a rushed season. Like they're just like, listen, we're doing this so we can get back to normal eventually. And like, I think we can all kind of acknowledge like, all right, that's fine. Like that, that works. Yeah. Um, but like the all-star game is so needless right now. And yeah. We don't I, need that. I, it is why put all of your best players at risk yeah no i know i don't like we're already doing that we shouldn't be doing that again for a game that is an exhibition and like the guys already like they they got like what was the the financial incentive last year like you get like Oh yeah, it's like hundred. Like yeah, you yeah. get like a hundred k or whatever, and it's like you couldn't pay these guys a hundred k to give a shit when it wasn't a pandemic, let alone when it was happening. So like, yeah, I think I this would be the opportune time to just go full zoomer and just be like, hey, we're not going to do an all star game. We're going to do an all star two k tournament. Two k, yeah. We're going to do yeah. an all star Fortnite tournament. Something, we're going to do. Yeah best tiktok dance of the all-stars whatever like this is where you go super schlocky and super silly that's that is riskless this is when you do that and like everyone's gonna roll their eyes but it's if nothing will be worse than the horse tournament like the dunk contest has been dead for four years so like you know well i get whatever the the levine aaron gordon yeah battle that was, was the like best the one. last last, yeah. last great one, one. Yeah, but like that—that that competition is so reliant on crowd reaction. It's like WWE. Like, yeah, you, you can't do that. The shit, crowd, yeah. it doesn't. It's weird. It's, it's weird. weird. Yeah, so don't do that. Yeah, it's yeah. also really like I still think the funniest shit is WWE right now. Whenever the entrance happens and there's just nothing just like you you can just just, hear like the footsteps yeah it's just a guy like in costume begrudgingly going to work (laughs) all right let's see next question let's see um josh green fan account asks uh what do you think of the g-leaguer so far so i guess is my question um i think they're doing good man for like for what what the you know what what their uh thing is right now like what what they're doing i think it's i think it's fine uh you know um again tyrell terry i think is gonna be the guy i think he probably be the guy next up out of like the four rookies that we have mm-hmm. um he just has to get into a rhythm and get confident and he's gonna be great um nate hinton i really haven't seen a lot i don't even know if he's played a game yet um i know <laughs> he, he's a, he still hasn't passed the ball yeah i know like yeah no he still hasn't passed the ball <laughs> yeah. um and Tyler Bay, Tyler Bay looks like a like from one game. If I'm judging off of one game he's played, he looks like a fucking star. <laughs> so you know, uh, I like Tyler Bay. I I yeah. wish there was a. I, I'd like to see Tyler Bay in the Dwight Powell rotation. You know where it's like he's getting maybe 15 minutes a game. You know yeah. where he's making, you know making that impact. But I don't know. Like I don't know if he's big enough. Like he's, I don't know. He's he looks like DFS light. Yeah. And I, I like that kid a lot too. So mm. um, let's see. Next question comes from Jennifer. Um, what do you think is the best? What do you think is the biggest thing we need to do better or to better our defense if we can't get another player? Uh-huh. So like say we can't trade for anybody or anything, like right. what do we do? 
Um, I mean, we just gotta. I mean, hunker down. And I guess I, hunker I, down and just play as fucking aggressive as we can defense because, you know, a lot of the time I see like guys are just like they kind of almost like get out of the way. A, yeah, it's like hey, just stand in front of a guy. You know, like I would like to basic. see more defensive effort from Willie Colley Stein because he does a get he occasionally gets in there, but I think he doesn't have. Like, I think he is a nice dude that, like, he's a guy I want to hang out with. He is a self-actualized person. There's something about Willie Colley-Stein that I think is just an awesome dude. He is not an enforcer. You know, I wish we could have, like, Deshaun Stevenson, like, be the devil on his shoulder to be, like, swat at the ball. Like, (laughs) get in the paint. Get angry. I wish some, I wish there I wish one of one of the opponents like torched one of his paintings right before the like just get, get, get him angry. Like I want to see that aggression out of college because like all the physical tools are there. He occasionally yeah. like there's little sparks from like oh, yeah we see we're like, we're like oh shit yeah he did yeah. But then there's a lot of other plays where like a six foot three guy like basically just goes through him. Yeah, through him. Yeah, it's yeah. There's the, yeah, and it's like man, you're you're there. fucking you're tall shit and. You're you're muscular, like I don't know. <laughs> it's it's kind of like because all of our tall guys can switch on the perimeter, like. But that also means that no one's particularly large, like. Yeah, no. You yeah. know, that's why Boban doesn't get really any minutes anymore, is because like he can't. There is he is, like, uh, he is useless on the perimeter, and that's because yeah. he's seven foot five and like three hundred something. Yeah, whatever he's he like, is. Yeah, and dude. it's just like yeah. So we're we're sacrificing size and that intensity and that strength for speed and shiftiness. And it's just like, we're just, yeah. The speed and shiftiness is just in the wrong position. Let's see. Next question is from Rutuge. Um, if you were a head coach, if you were the head coach of the Mavs, mm-hmm. how do you plan on stopping Dame Lillard, especially in the pick and roll? I would. Very topical because we're playing them today, but. Uh, I want to see if. Josh Richardson and DFS can start double teaming him. I think that would be, okay. I think good enough speed, good enough length to just force him to pass to somebody else and get us like yeah. somebody else needs to make those baskets. And yeah. I think like, there's like, I want to see, was it Trent, uh, Trent jr. Uh, uh, Gary Trent jr. Gary Trent jr. Thank you. Like, like that's, that's who needs to make the huge game if they're going to beat us. That, like, yeah. that's who I want him to force the ball to. Yeah. So, like, I want to see a trap on Lillard. That yeah. would be my guess. Now, I'm no basketball tactician, but like, that's what I'd like to see is that pressure because I know yeah. that Luca's not going to stop him. Uh, yeah. You know, who I'm trying to, God, I'm forgetting. Like, THJ, THJ's not going to stop him. He's not going to do anything. Like, I think if we could do, throw Jay Rich and DFS at him right as soon as he crosses half court i want to see what happens yeah. there uh i i just uh i pray you know <laughs> so you know like i do exactly what you're doing but sacrifice I, I do exactly what you're doing but i pray like after <laughs> yeah um grace our good friend grace good friend grace ask uh would you walk 20 minutes in the current weather to watch the mavs play no question yeah easy absolutely yeah. i do it i naked. will i will actually wear uh the the comfiest, softest, like warmest hoodie I have, which is actually the WNBA hoodie. It is so fucking soft and warm. I love very, it. Very so, on brand. Yeah. Is that what's behind you? 
Uh, it is actually. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you guys can't see that though because we racking up with this video. But uh, no, no. yeah, um, <laughs> we can answer this one. And if you want to edit it out, we can edit it out. I um, love it. Pogo the clown asks, uh, which map has the biggest dick? I mean. I guess we, we need to ask like who has the biggest hands. Is that the indicator? Yeah. So I, I I mean like that'd be both as, on them. <laughs> which is like a side I don't want to imagine. <laughs> like God, eh. his poor girlfriend. I'll say Boba. Yeah, let's just poor say wife. Boba. Oh, wife. Wife, wife. Forgive yes. me. I did not we'll mean say to Boba, de- demote her. <laughs> I did not mean to what's what's the is it demotions in emotion? Uh, like whenever the uh, the worst team in the league. Uh, um, relegate. relegate. Yeah, I did not need to relegate. relegate his wife. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Next question comes from the Spurs Tastic Voyage. Okay. Ask uh, who wins in a fight, Yao Ming or Yeti missing one of its arms? Oh, I mean, probably Yao Ming since he's got the limb advantage. I'm like, but Yetis are strong, bro. Like, I would assume. I don't know, man. Yao Ming was like, he was a beast. Like, how I, tall are Yetis? Let's find out. Let's see. How. How tall is the Yeti? Okay. Our Yetis. Well, it, no, not Yeti tumblers, Yeti. <laughs> yeah, like if he's facing a one-armed uh, stainless steel tumbler, I'm gonna say Yao Ming. <laughs> okay, so the Yeti, the animal, is supposedly ten to twenty feet tall. I got uh, Yeti on that. Yeah. Uh, yeah Sorry. Yeti. Yeti. Yeti's good. <laughs> All right. Next one comes from um, Mariella. Uh, mm-hmm. She asks, uh, "What's your honest opinion on Kendrick?" of Kendrick Perkins and Skip Bayless. And do you think the Mavs can make the playoffs? And why won't uh, Squish uh, expose himself to us? Because <laughs> that, that was a thing on Twitter on Monday, which is everybody trying yeah, to figure out what the, the fuck where, he wants. Yeah, what, where is Squish? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what? Uh, much like, you know, you, you can't pressure these things. You know, he's got to come into his own. You know, yeah. we, we it's uh, much like Groundhog's Day. You know, if you, if yeah. you, you don't want to scare him you know (laughs) i think he's going to come out when he's ready you know and i I think he's going to blossom into that beautiful uh exposed butterfly uh, once 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 he is uh evolved from his uh twitter handle chrysalis yeah um when when, when he's good and ready um i think he also needs to buy a wig of some sort um so uh, let's see uh skip bayless and i think kendrick perkins is a I actually like Kendrick Perkins because I like that he is a uh, what's the term a contrarian voice and yeah. in, in a way that I feel is pretty authentic like in a way that it, it authentic in the sense that like all former NBA players like hate every other player because they're not them like because like those especially like old role players I get why they're pissed off at current NBA players because like basically they're getting paid you know, at their best, they got, they made maybe like what, 7 million a year, you know, something like that. And now you got like bench players that are making 15. Um, You got guys that are, it's the best league ever in the sense that uh, it's pretty easy to produce and stay in the league where in their older, you know, generations, like it was harder to stick around physically because like your body would just get ground up. Um, so I, I think Kinderburton's like throws around a lot of flame, you know, but I, I will say I can't stand Skip Bayless. I think, yeah, no, I think yeah. him and who's the guy that did uh, around the horn and then no around yeah. the horn. And then he, he's now the opposite the horn, side, so he's the opposite you. side of Stephen A. Smith, uh blonde Max, guy with Kel- Max, Max, Kel- Max. 
yes, I cannot stand Max Kellerman or Skip Bayless for that matter. And I think because they, they are just the, whatever is loudest and is going to get people to talk. It's, they are the epitome of top 10 basketball players of all time. And they put somebody like, I don't know, Bob Cousy or something like that ahead of LeBron James. And they'll just, and the reason they do that isn't because it's accurate. It's just to get people to talk and get really fucking upset. And like, it's just like, who would ever think that? And it's like, it's, it is clearly like in wrestling where the heel is like making fun of the town that they're in to make it's the cheapest move you can do. Yeah. And it's, it's just, it's bad takes for the sake of people going, Oh, I know so much more than this guy. In reality, they're just, they're, they're jesters. They're yeah. It's annoying. And I, I just hate dumb discussion. Like it's, it's kind of like those billboards that are just like, does advertising work? just did i'm like no fucker literacy work i hate those so much like words worked i read if i bought a billboard then yes then that would have worked but i read it that doesn't count um i don't know it's it's cheap uh sensationalism which is my least favorite thing about american media and that's exactly what skip bayless is he used to write okay but he was always kind of like uh because he was a dallas morning news guy at one point wasn't he he was yeah and, and then then he just became like this weird like just guy that had bad kevin durant takes and then like good ones and then then he was like super i don't know he's he's a fart in the wind i yeah. i do not care for skip bayless whatsoever so kendrick burton sure. he's a jerk but he's an authentic jerk <laughs> yeah all right so the next question comes from simon simon asked who would be the best to replace what seth curry gave us last year we need that three-point specialist back uh it seems to be Maxi. <laughs> yeah, at this point, yeah, Maxi's kind of taken that that role and ran with it. It looks like at this point, um, I'm kind of looking through like the free agents for next year, and I'm just like, I don't really see anybody. Yeah, I mean, like, I think old, there's such a premium. Old man JJ Redick, maybe. Like, I don't know. Oh, I would love Redick on this team. Are old man JJ Redick, just I don't, with, I don't like, care. Like, I, I will take old JJ Redick, like in a Vince Carter role of just like, hey, you sit in the corner and wait, and like we'll get you the ball. Because like, I still think JJ Redick is still one. Like, I feel like if his career was played like four different times, like we're getting one of the worst ways like that yeah. happened. Because like, it's so funny that he's he's <laughs> he's now with Stan Van Gundy again, where it's because he was a part of like the the first like Orlando. Yeah, yeah, because like to me, I don't know, maybe this is just my early 2000s bias, but like Reddick was one of the few college players I made time to watch. Like he was just just incendiary in at Duke. And I feel like that should I it makes you wonder like if he got in the league like five years later, would he have been like Clay Thompson? You know what I mean? Like and had he been on better teams, because like I don't, I still don't feel like we've gotten the, the best fit for him yet. Like, I guess maybe it was Philly that one year, like, Oh yeah. That that would up. One year, yeah. Like, yeah. and, and now like, I don't, I, I feel, I almost feel bad for him. Cause like, he's like on a weird team with the Pelicans that doesn't seem to really understand where it's at. Cause I mean, they've got good players, but it's not making sense. Yeah. Like I still don't understand the Steven Adams trade. Like I, I don't see what he's doing there. Um, I don't understand. Like they, they aren't playing Ingram and Zion the way it makes sense to me. I don't know. Cause it, yeah, it's, they kind of occupy the same spi- space. It's a weird, it's a weird fucking team. Yeah. But I, I mean, could you imagine Redick like 
just being our like guy off the bench playing what he's playing for the Pelicans, but he's got Luca setting him up. That dude's yeah, bro. That's... Open threes all day. I will take that. That dude does not miss. Like I, and it's like he's thirty eight, but he's he'll be thirty eight. But I mean, he's exactly he we're does not what he does him, for his body. Yeah, we're not asking him to defend. We're not asking him to play make. We are asking him to catch and shoot. That's where he's that's best. it. And that's it. He can come off screens. That's no problem. Yeah, like he's got like yeah. I would be a okay with that. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, untalented basketball fan asks, uh, "Why the fuck is it so cold?" Because <laughs> God hates us. That's why. For real, honestly, like it's, it's yeah. I cannot believe this shit. <laughs> but, it's it's the I, it's the coldest I've ever experienced. I think I it's think snowing about. again, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I have never seen single digit uh, weather uh, forecast ever for Texas ever, it's bro. Gonna, it's, it's fucking yeah, it's weird. Gonna, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, John asks. Uh, who would you guys pick between JB or J Rich to be the next playmaker for the team? J oh, those two. Yeah, I think J, I think J, this is Jalen Brunson's job to lose. Yeah. As being that second playmaker. Like, so. J Rich, I wish he was better at playmaking, to be perfectly honest. Because yeah. he did a little bit of that in Miami. Um, but he's just I don't know. I'd give him another season before he starts doing that. Because Rick Carlisle's system, it's clear that after like a two-year stint of that, like you really start like JB is he has figured something out and yeah, yeah. I, I love the production from him okay let's see uh next one next, next question comes from andy um dream or realistic scenario for 2021 free agency class so i have it pulled up and i'm looking at this class right now I've, unrestricted i'm not even looking at restricted because okay. that shit can go fucking weird real quick sure um guys that i look on this team i'm like if like let's say like tim laugh or whatever like Give me Oladipo, bro. <laughs> like Oladipo could be fun. Yeah, yeah. Give me Oladipo. I'm cool with Oladipo. I'd be cool with. Let's see who else is on here. Um, what the hell is that dude's name? Uh, even like Doug McDermott coming back, he could be another flamethrower. Sure. Rashawn Holmes, I think of those. That, Rashawn, Rashawn Holmes. Holmes, I think would be like he's the if he's if we replace Dwight Powell minutes with Rashawn Holmes, I think it's like that's instant playoffs yeah, for us because I think. Yeah. Rashawn Holmes is doing so much for Sacramento and it's not talked about enough. He's yeah. so he's so freaking good. Because he plays for Sacramento. <laughs> That's yeah. yeah. Th- those are my guys, I think. I don't know if you have anyone else that you were, you know. Um, you know, looking at the free agency class, like uh Schroeder would be fun. Um, the gorgeous Dong out of Memphis would be fantastic. Uh I, I love to have him on. Uh Kelly Oubre, uh, I've always been a huge fan of. So I, he would demand some pretty big money i would imagine yeah but jj reddick is actually really enticing like now yeah. like that's now I'm kind looking of at that. it yeah yeah that's sounding good uh we could stick with our uh tall goofy white guys that shoot real good and get uh bielitsa that could be fun yeah another yeah that guy killed us last year too i remember that dude he's so much yeah. fun let's see uh next question comes from bryce mm-hmm. uh not our bryce another bryce suppose with a not with a y um better bryce <laughs> what's your favorite movie of all favorite movie of all time no limits to any genre um Ooh, everyone who knows me, me everyone who knows me that's going to be the original godzilla that came out in 1954 so really awesome. gojira huh yep the original yep that so what is it about godzilla that you love so much which i, I mean no judgment yeah. like, it's it's, yeah. it's great it's uh, like a great choice but i i, I uh, wonder your obsession with kaiju uh the original godzilla like for me like i watched it when i was so i didn't ever watch the original until i was like 16 17 right legally sure. downloaded it but 
because obviously there was like an American iteration of it where like they they basically like edited in a white guy, like right. to kind of be like the, to be like the narrator and like like he was in the shots and I was like okay this is cool but like I remember being like oh fuck it's a giant ass like like dinosaur thing just mm. blowing fire okay cool that's it that's all I needed when I was like five or six like that was it sure. and then when I got older like it was more just like like watching the movies and watching like just like a guy in a suit just like fight another guy in a suit and that was hilarious to me right and now that like i'm like in my 20s and my 30s it's more just like about like um the newer movies which are both american and japanese where there's a lot more actual like depth like into like Mm -hmm. there's a lot more mythos involved there's a lot more like a lore i guess you know where it's just like Mm -hmm. like godzilla like sometimes he's like this uh like abomination you know that comes like from the depths you know sometimes he's a protector like he's never just like one guy it's almost like james bond sure. where it's like it's never the same guy or it's like every other iteration like ever of fan of the opera shout out to my wife you know we're just like there's so many iterations of it there's different ways you can take it and stuff like that like so. i always thought godzilla was interesting as a metaphor for the, yeah. the nuclear bombs yeah um, i thought that's that always was- like yeah I and I mean, like the movies, like sometimes they get away from that. Sometimes they bring it back up. But right, you know, I just think it's fun. It's a fun series for me. So mm-hmm. no, I get that. Uh, though, if I have to pick one, uh, I'll always pick uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. That's, That's like a fucking th- great movie. That movie is what changed my appreciation for film. I guess yeah. like uh, in a lot of ways, it's very like I watched it at the exact right time. I was about like. 16 kind of coming into like my yeah. adult taste and it's one of the first movies that i watched that i loved every single thing about it i love how it's shot i love the actors in it i love the time of the their careers for both uh winslet and uh jim carrey yeah um i think it's also an amazing cast like kirsten dunce and it really Mark is There's ruffalo's in it and elijah woods in there too <laughs> well, like... i think i think also just like if you think about like the zoom out and talk about the grander themes of that movie just the concept like i have certainly felt where i've been in a hurtful situation and i wish those memories were erased and i wish that but ultimately that's what makes you your yourself yeah and i think i will never not cry when jim carrey says okay like that's to me the yeah. best thing he could have said. It is such it's a, the epitome of that character. It's also the simplest line, the delivery of it. Like, yeah. what if we're just going to end up hating each other all over again? He's like, okay, it's worth trying. And like, to me, that's just a, a grand sentiment to the human experience yeah. that, uh, like I said, I, I had a more, a very in-depth uh, reaction to that movie. And yeah. I don't, I, I never won't. So, yeah. Let's see. Next question comes from Lumineer. Lumineer. Uh, they ask, uh, "Hey, do you think dragons were real and got extinct?" I mean, if you count dinosaurs, <laughs> then yes. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I, I don't think they're real, unfortunately. I wish they were, but no. <laughs> like, I, I don't know they. the Komodo dragon. I, I mean, it depends Alliga- on like I guess it depends on like, what, it depends on like what it depends on like what the what the um what the definition of a dragon is. Like, if it's okay. like fire if it's just breathing like, thing, yeah. If it's like old ass lizard, okay, maybe like. dinosaurs like cool but if it's like has wings can breathe fire like probably not so yeah probably um the next question comes from a guy called a dick nowitzki uh they ask uh it's cold outside freezing super duper cold but never too cold to meet me in the toys r us parking lot at 3 p.m for a no holds barred one-on-one hell in the cell mega knife fight 
Okay, so Hell in a Cell is the worst choice for an outdoor vanilla. Like, (laughs) so if one of you guys, if y'all are sweating and you're throwing on that thing, you are stuck to that fucker. Yeah, bro. Yeah, no. (laughs) You know what? Story style. You know what, Squish? I was actually going to agree to this, but you didn't come on the podcast, so. Yeah, that's, that's on you, man. That's, that was your one shot. You, you, you your one you shot to knife fight your co-hosts. Yeah, <laughs> that that we're gonna air for free on streaming sites. So yeah, but with, we're gonna with stop the fight every every two minutes for ad <laughs> reads for bet bet online. It'll be live bet online yeah, odds exactly. depending on who's it. It's like, well, you know, Squish lost an eye. He's now down six points or whatever. I don't really know how right, betting works. Uh, next question comes from Connor. Um, <laughs> Is there if there was one Mavs game you could watch and experience for the first time again, which would it be? Oh God, uh, it's got to be like Mother's Day Massacre. I think it's oh. a really high one. Like what, the Clippers? No, no mother, no against uh, the Lakers, bro. Twenty eleven. Oh yeah. I think yeah, I think yeah, yeah. I think any like any, almost any game from the twenty eleven run, sure, would be yeah. like up there. Like obviously, like it being like the one where we win in fucking like Miami. That would been tight. That, yeah. Yeah, like, those I'd are go for that. I mean, maybe the Vince shot in San Antonio. That'd be fun. Yeah, that's a fun game. Cool. That's a super fun game too. Um, let's see. Uh, Alvaro asks, um, "Do you think this is the this is Boban's last season with the Mavs?" It's hard to tell. I think yeah. like, he, he's kind of like in this sort of you know he's yeah. in a locker room moral support kind of role. Yeah. Um, he's just he's clearly just not being utilized and. Or, or he's just be, he's being strategically played so yeah. it's like so I, yeah i would i hate to say gimmicky because i respect the guy too much but it is very clear yeah. that he's yeah kind of, yeah uh next question comes from uh uh for for therm um they ask uh why doesn't she love me why doesn't she love me well i don't know bro I'm you know man you know you gotta ask yours you gotta look you gotta look inward at this point like you know can you do anything to improve yourself to, and, and you got to love yourself, you know, before asking that question, does she love you? Cause it's not important. It's do you love yourself in order to attract someone that loves you? I'm really good at giving that's out really, that. Yeah, I was like, that's I'm good really... at giving you that advice. I am terrible at taking it myself. So, you know, that's, yeah. that's podcasting for you. <laughs> I'd right, see. We actually got a question uh, from uh, my DMS actually. Ooh, um, okay. Some secret I'm gonna try to show you this, but I don't know if I can show you. Let's see. How is how's your math as a teacher? He wants us to solve some simple calculus problems for uh, the podcast. This is this is can terrible. You, can you read that? I God X no. I do yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm a teacher, but I teach elementary. Like right. I I don't remember calculus, so I'm sorry. Yeah. This is from a uh, soup can Sam. So I'm sorry, soup can Sam. Soup can Sam. Well, uh, that's hilarious. Um, I can't. Uh, yeah. I, no, I'm sorry. It is not until I don't have a calculator that I realize just how poor I am at mem- yeah. uh, remembering yeah, anything no. from school. Yeah. Like, can't I do it. I'm sorry. I graduated I just, I, in 08, and that's where all that knowledge left. Yeah. I, yeah. I haven't, I haven't done calculus since like 07, like mm-hmm. 08. So I don't know. Um, what I noticed with math, though, is that if someone showed me the application of when you would use it, I was you really might be good. Able. I was yeah. really good. Like if, if like great at percentages, great at decimals, great at uh, yeah. algebra in general. I was really good at because I could see the use of it. Yeah. Like okay, in some way I would be look. You know, if I were to ever start a business of any former, you know, you have to use algebra, which makes yeah. perfect sense. Um, but when it's just like proofs, 
they're like this equals y or like this equals 36 yeah prove it i'm like i trust you <laughs> you <laughs> right. okay you got it like you answered <laughs> got it in one coach <laughs> thank you <laughs> our next question comes from a uh, rabbi hope you're saying that rabbi rabbi um is porzingis ever going to be as good as he was with the knicks defensively or are injuries stopping him from reaching his defensive potential that's an interesting one um because i had, we do kind of like hound him on his defense because it's not really there i, I mean like one would argue maybe one of the reasons he is beat up is because of how much effort he was giving on the Knicks defensively and yeah. having to be that single stop gap. Cause those Knicks teams were sieves uh, to offense. Yeah. And he, I mean, I think we could see it back, but I think, you know, I wonder how much of this is tactical versus, uh, you know, us just going like, Hey, it's better for them to score two points right now. And then us torch them offensively. Yeah than it is to beat ourselves up to get, you know, slightly less point. I mean, if we can outscore everybody, then why, why defense, I guess. So, um, you know, I think that, you know, I think some of it is mental and some of it is like, he's like, Oh fuck. Like, you know, I'm, you know, I've gotten hurt doing this before, like going super hard on defense. Like I think he's going to have to get better at like picking and choosing when to put in that effort, you know, like that's fair. There are just times where like it's it's just not a smart thing to do like to try to like run down the court to get a you know a you know block a layup you know on the you know on the transition like it's just there's certain parts where like he is gonna have to figure it out and it's really the coach's you know job to kind of like hey these are times where you should do this these are times where you shouldn't do this like right you know um well that's but I my, think I don't I think he's like, ever yeah I'm sorry I feel like the yeah defense has got to be a personnel thing where they have a guy that can throw his body around yeah, and, yeah. and take that punishment of people driving into him and things yeah. like that. And, you know, I would much rather see a bad defensive Porzingis that's lighting it up the way he is mm -hmm. than the risk of Porzingis getting in the trenches and getting hurt yeah, getting, yeah, getting, yeah. and losing that production. Cause like when he was out, like we weren't doing that great. Like, yeah, no. so, yeah. Uh, two more questions. Let's see. Uh, uh, that prefer tempo asks uh predicting three more wins in a row question mark because <laughs> we did that last time <laughs> who, who, we, who we got let's see uh, oh my god uh, just had it up what the hell yeah me too i know we played portland today so that, yeah, that... we got portland detroit and at houston Oh damn! Houston's the the toughest one of that stretch. So I would say uh, I think we got to win against Detroit. That's I think I I can chalk that up as a schedule win. I know it's kind of calling the shot yeah. there, but I I feel pretty confident on that. Um, Portland, I think we should squeak out a, a close one. And if we're at full strength, I think we beat Houston. I think Houston, we've got it. We've got a chip on our shoulder considering we've lost the last times with them. And we so you, were, you think, and you think in three in a row then? I think three, I think, yeah, let's, let's keep this it's one going. Let's yeah, fucking go. Okay. Seven in a row. That's not out of this question. I think if we lose anything, it's going to be Portland tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Which um, I mean, again, if you're listening now, great. Or today on Sunday, great. Right. If you listen tomorrow, you know, we'll, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but, uh, um, last question is from a, he's a bad mofo. Okay. Um, why can't anyone? Why can't anyone uh, just simply do the things you would? And he's talking about like my tweets where I'm like, if I was the Mavs, I would simply <laughs> more. <laughs> um, you know what? I think it's because you know, like they, they're not me. Like I'm not in charge of anything. Like if it was up to me, we'd have all these badass players. But you know, I'm not the one it's in true. charge. So you know, it, 
Yeah, the cap, you, you, cap space is a LeBron myth. for the league minimum. You yeah, know, cap you space could... is cap space is a myth. So like, yeah, cap, cap space is much like uh, North Dakota. It doesn't exist. Doesn't just really Canada, exist. Canada's just really big. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So but yeah, that's the only question. That's last, all the questions we got. We got a bunch of them, man. So cap space is, is just a is just a liberal conspiracy. Oh my god. <laughs> Qadon. Uh, mm. Anyways, uh, yeah, uh, if we would just simply win more, uh, things would be great. But hey, we predicted that, so we're uh, let's go we're for another three. No, we're rolling with it. So yeah, seven seven game win streak. That's not impo- that's not impossible. Impossible. Yep. Exactly. I mean, impossible. <laughs> All right, that was it. Yeah, <laughs> that's that, that's the frequency I'm buzzing at right now. So, uh, guys, thank you so much for. Uh, sending out these questions. It's my favorite thing to do uh, on a Sunday uh, is answer these goofy questions or remotely serious questions with my buddy Ruben. Um, this has been uh, this has been a fun map season so far. Uh, I'm excited to see what happens. Uh, it's good to see them clicking offensively. I think this we're in for a good week of basketball. Um, I hope you guys stay warm. Uh, hope you guys are staying safe out there best you can. Uh, check us out mffls.com uh, our writers are doing awesome shout out uh isaac and uh chris chris and, and tim. Brian, tim they're all they're all killing it uh we appreciate those guys shout out squish he's out there again probably beating up some Knicks fan for their poor uh dsj take um and uh yeah thank you guys so much follow follow us on twitter at the underscore mffls uh we'll We'll be doing stuff. We're, we're going to be following this season right around, uh, right along with you guys. Uh, you can follow Ruben at Reddit Mavericks. Uh, you likely already do, but it's always good to mention. Uh, and I am found at Don underscore Denim, looking to get to that five hundo sooner than later. Uh, I am not. I'm closer to it. Either way, <laughs> I, I started this podcast. I, I think literally with 120 followers. So I've quadrupled my following yeah. uh, since starting. So I appreciate every single one of you. Uh, <laughs> And some of y'all have been really, really uh, kind friends. I've, I've posted some stuff uh, via social media and uh, I've, I've had some people reach out, uh, mainly that we were of the uh, listeners and uh, just good friends. I appreciate you guys very much. Uh, y'all are an awesome community and we love doing this podcast for you guys. Uh, and thank you so much for listening. So uh, this has been the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. Uh, stay warm and stay sexy, everybody. I don't know if I'm going to stick with that one, but yeah. Just do it. All right.